What's up, y'all? We are back. It is the end of the triple header. Sad times because we're gonna have to wait a little bit to the Singapore Grand Prix. But all in all, I think Monaco was a lot of fun. All in all, I think Monza was a lot of fun. Obviously, I predicted Charles yesterday. You know, if I knew Max was gonna get through the first, you know, overtake five people in the first two laps. I probably wouldn't have picked Charles, but it just shows you how good Max is. And I think that's been the theme of the last, you know, six, seven pods. It's just Max Verstappen, hands down, is the best driver in the world right now. He has continued to make it look easy. That is five races in a row. That's five races in a row, man. He has made it look easy, too. It's not like the races have been hard, too. I think Red Bull definitely has the best car. This track was obviously suited towards their car as well. But at the same time, you know, you saw Checo going through and it, he didn't make it look as effortless. And that's the difference between Max and Checo. So shout out to Max. Not a fan of him personally, but you got to respect his greatness. He's easily the best driver on the grid. And I don't think you can really debate that. I really don't think you can debate if Max Verstappen is the best driver on the grid. And we can leave it at that. But Red Bull is literally going to win the championship on both sides. I think they're about 140 points up in the drivers, uh, sorry, the constructors championship. And yeah, he's about 110 points up in the driver's championship. And I think it's logistically impossible after Singapore, what they mentioned. So, you know, mathematically, he's going to win the championship in Singapore, barring anything crazy. I do expect Mercedes to be a little bit more competitive there. Uh, I think Ferrari would be a little bit competitive there, but that's a different conversation for a different day. So anyways, let's talk about Ferrari. I don't think Ferrari made terrible pit decisions. I think they went for little risky things here and there. I do think the Carlos Sainz one was a little interesting, but what were you going to do? Pit him on softs earlier or pit him on hards where, you know, hards didn't do too well. If you pit him on softs earlier, then what are you running a two stop? Or you're you're being really risky at expecting your tires to make it out 25 laps on softs, right? And he wasn't feeling his tires after 22 laps for medium. So I think it'd be hard to say that he could have went on a different strategy. I don't really blame them on that. I was just curious on why they started on mediums to begin with. I will say that I definitely think Ferrari's tire deck is high. It's something that they thought they discovered, I guess, not too long ago. But very, very interesting to think about how Red Bull's tire deck is better than Ferrari's. But Ferrari has typically said that they figured it out. And, you know, I I want to say six races ago, Red Bull was the one with the issue with tire deg. It was Max saying the tire deg was high. And maybe it has to do with the changing of the flexi boards, right? Since that was changed in the summer break, Ferrari has continued to look a step behind Red Bull. They look like they're more in Mercedes punching class more than they're in Red Bull's punching class. So it's very interesting to see. I thought Charles and Carlos both did a good job. I don't have any qualms with their drive. I thought Charles drove what he what he could have. Um, but I think Max is the best driver in the world, as I said earlier. It, it just kind of comes down to that. And he's by far the best young driver in the world. So, you know, Lewis Hamilton can compete with Max because he's as talented and he's got more experience, right? Max might be a little bit more, at this stage in his career, better in terms of pure racing ability because he's younger, but... You know, when you put that knowledge and you put everything behind Lewis and that's, what does he have? 104 wins and all the starts he has. I think he has the second most starts on the grid. 
you're gonna get something that's really hard to defeat man speaking on that shout out to fernando alonso fernando alonso now holds many records so he has the most laps in formula one he has the most grand prix starts which he got today and he has the most kilometers in formula one so when you put things in perspective it's kind of crazy to think that fernando alonso is the most experienced driver to ever touch touch a formula one circuit to touch any grand prix and shout out to him man shout out to him you gotta respect it it takes a lot of greatness it takes a lot of dedication it's just not natural talent when you get to this stage in your career you got to keep your body right you're older so shout out to him man it's nothing but respect from this side shout out to alonzo when we talk about mercedes kind of what i expected they weren't that competitive on this track um, you saw the difference between how how much distance the Ferrari and the Red Bull put between them. George drove his own race like he's been all year. He's been on an island. Another podium for George. He is now about, I want to say, 25 points away from tying Valtteri Bottas's mark from last year. And we all know Valtteri Bottas was in the fastest car last year. So it just shows you the level of difference between the two drivers. But, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what the rest of the year looks like. I know Kurt's been heavy on Mercedes getting their first win. It's looking very, very narrow and slim. I don't think they'll get a win this year. I hope they do, though. I hope it's George's win, but it'll be very interesting to see because Lewis Hamilton literally has not got a single year in F1 without a race win. So this might be the first year, which is very interesting. When you talk about DNFs, obviously, Aston Martin had a lot of issues. Um, Alonso overheated. I mean, Monza is a hot track, right? So you're going to get those different uh, type of issues. I don't know how I feel about them. It did make way for Nick DeVries. Shout out to him, Guan Yu Zhou, to get, their, uh, get some points. We'll talk about Nick and Latifi in a little bit, but that's just insane when we kind of break things down. But yeah, I mean, this was, this was a fun track. I don't think we got the best race. I do think we should have red flagged it and let them race. I think there should be a rule made for that. If it's within safety car limits, just red flag for the, you know, for the pureness of entertainment. I think that is fair. Um, you know, they talk about making stuff exciting and obviously we know it happened in Abu Dhabi. It obviously happened in the F2 race um, this weekend as well is, you know, if we're going to safety car and put everything together, why not just have a rolling, uh, sorry, a standing start? that's kind of my thoughts on it i would love there to be more entertainment but in a fair aspect it's got to keep the integrity of the sport and you know if red bull was for it last year then they should be for it this year regardless of what position their driver's in right let's keep it keep that same energy let's be consistent um another mr consistency george russell shout out to george like i said he drove his own race every single race he's finished here he's finished in the top five another podium so he's continuing to do his thing I thought Lewis had a pretty good race. I thought he could have been the driver of the day as well. Drove really well. He made his way up. Some of it was fortune, but, you know, he still drove a really solid race. I thought he would make his way up the grid a little faster, but, you know, we all understand that this was not Mercedes track. So you got to put those two hand in hand and go, it doesn't make sense for him to make his way up as quickly as you would have thought he would last year, where the W12 had so much more pace on a straight line and, just a lot more raw power, in my opinion, compared to the rest of the grid. Then we have Haas. Shout out to Mick Schumacher. I think he did, think he did a really good job. Anybody that watched this race would say, hey, Mick did have that great overtake where then he 
um, cooked his tires a little bit. He locked up. Latifi got him. Then he got him back. So showed some great racing instinct. Haas put his clutch in backwards yesterday. So, you know, I think it was a positive weekend for him. Tough weekend for Magnuson. Had the penalties. Yeah, it was just tough. Tough weekend from um, Haas in general, but some great signs from Mick. Let's talk about Alpha Mail. I haven't been paying attention to Bottas as much as I normally do because there's so much more going on and so many other storylines. But I would love to go back, and I'm sure me and Kurt will have the conversation about Monza and where he kind of feels because it is the last half, I guess, last quarter of the season basically coming up. But, you know, Guan Yu Zhou has continued to outperform Valtteri. And that's fair. But Valtteri's been at the back of the grid. He's been, you know, it seems like he's always, I've had really bad luck or he's driven really poorly. But I haven't monitored it that closely. So I'd love to look at it. But that's just the first surface level thoughts that come to mind is what is going on with Valtteri Bottas? What the hell is going on, man? The guy is always in the bottom five, I feel like. Could be wrong. Don't fact check me. This is just surface level thoughts that I see initially. Now, going to the end of this, today's episode. Man, Nick DeVries. I don't believe in him as a world championship talent. I think he's a very good driver. I think he's on the level of a guy like Danny Ricardo and Valtteri Bottas if he was to have some time in F1. And that's where I would really rank him. Now, I don't know enough about the guy. I don't watch Formula E. I only read about him. Mercedes is obviously high on him. But he proved today why he's a great driver or why he's a good driver or even more so why does he belong on the Formula One grid. When we talk about Danny Ricardo, when we talk about guys like Kevin Magnuson, why do these guys get a shot more than Nick DeVries? Because they have experience. But Nick DeVries today showed that without any experience, he could still perform. I know he was going against another rookie the whole time, which was Guan Yu Zhou. And, you know, Joe has, what, 15 more races under his belt? Fair. Cool. But he still outdueled him. And you still got to give him that credit. Obviously, a little bit had to do with Max. When Max uh, was going through the blue flags, I know I noticed he was about 0.5 seconds ahead of Joe. And then it became 1.4. So maybe he finishes a spot behind. But that means he still is getting points because of Danny Ricardo's DNF. So I think Nick DeVries deserves a shot. I think Nicholas Latifi has more than outstayed his welcome at F1. If Nick DeVries doesn't have a seat next year at Williams, I'd be really shocked. We obviously know that Colton Hurt is in discussion for that Alpine seat. Uh, sorry, that AlphaTauri seat. But it's not looking like he's going to get it from what I read. Is that they will... F, the FIA won't feel pressured by F1 teams to give him a super license, which is great. So that from that, I could maybe see you know, Red Bull picking up Alpha Tori might pick up Mick. Who knows? But I still think Danny Ricardo will get the Alpine seat. Pierre Gasly will stay put. And we should see Nick DeVries take that Williams seat, man. I think today showed what he can do. It's kind of funny, too, because, you know, two Mercedes reserve drivers, George Russell and Nick DeVries, both finish in ninth on the first uh, chance they get on their not, I don't want to say main team because George's main team was Williams at the time, but reserve drivers for Mercedes. And when they go to another team that needs them in an emergency spot, they both finish ninth. So very interesting on that parallel, right? Because George finished ninth in the secure Grand Prix and Nick finished ninth today. 
So shout out to Nick DeVries. I'd love to see him on a grid next year. He is 28 next year, so I'm not going to call him a young talent, but he can still be a valuable driver to a team. So we'll see what happens. He's also spent time around the eight-time Constructors champion. So he definitely brings a lot of knowledge. And, you know, if you want to call it war, war room presence, he does bring that. So anyways, that's it for me. I appreciate anybody that's tapped in. Thank you guys that have made it. I'm sure me and Kurt are going to jump on to talk about Monza, kind of his thoughts looking inside, uh, outside in now that it's finished. But shout out to Max, best driver in the world. George did his thing, drove on an island. Charles had a decent race, so did Carl's. Just seems like Red Bull is just poised to take this year. And I think Max is only two race wins away from the record all time. So we'll see if he breaks that this year. Peace. Peace.